the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're hanging out with Melody Federer, who just released her song, I Hate Love. Where are you right now? I'm in my bathroom putting some makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm a little outside of Seattle, Washington. And you're in Poughkeepsie? Yeah, I'm over here in Poughkeepsie, New York. So it's part of the Hudson Valley, if you've ever heard of it. Wait, is that where Groundhog Day, the groundhog <laughs> comes out? No, I think that's Puxatawney, and I think that's in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh. Got it. Never mind. My bad. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Is it freezing? No, it's actually really nice today. It's like 75 degrees out. Oh, wow. I always picture up there just being like snowy for some reason all the time. <laughs> I mean, ask that question a month ago. You would have been right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Are you Are you from there? Yeah. So I grew up in Orange County. I'm in what's called Dutchess County right now. And then um, went to college in Western New York, like Buffalo area, and then came back here for the radio station. But you grew up in, or you were born in California? No, so there's an Orange County, New York. I know it's all super confusing. Oh. Nothing makes sense. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> what is everything like with COVID over in Washington right now? You know, we just entered um, stage three, so things are getting better. Like, you can go to the coffee shop, you have your mask on, but when you sit down, you can take your mask off. And um, if you go down to the waterfront, it's like packed people are ready to get outside kids are riding their skateboards jumping on the playground it's everybody's ready to get out wow and you've kind of lived all over the place you were born in texas then new york you lived in jersey even paris what was your favorite area to live in i like how you said jersey after new york (laughs) (laughs) they were very different you're right um oh they're all so special to me I, I love, you know, Paris for the wine and the glamour. <laughs> I was dating a French piano player I Ooh. met in New York, and he convinced me to move there. So I was like, I went from broke, freezing, Dunkin' Donut eating New York to, to Paris and getting to live with him in his apartment and drink red wine and play jazz <laughs> on the streets and in the clubs. It was pretty special. And you've been called a gypsy soul before. Do you feel that describes you well? I think it used to. I think now I've like found a little more of my roots and rhythm, and I'm like more chill. Um, I yeah, so I'm a little more chill now. I have a little girl, so I'm like less on the run okay. all the time. Got to be less of a gypsy for her, but <laughs> I still love to travel. Yeah. And I have to ask: Are you related to Roger Federer? Oh, he's my my distant Swiss cousin that won't answer my friend request on Facebook. I, <laughs> I'm so offended, Roger. Come on, if you're listening, it's me, your cousin. Befriend me. I know. It's, my name wasn't cool, and then he became, like, the best tennis player in the world. People would be like, oh, you need a different artist name. You need a different name. And then I stuck with it, and then Federer became the best, and suddenly it's like, oh, cool name, cool name, you know? <laughs> And I actually dated a 
Serbian guy for a bit, and his last name was Djokovic, so that was funny. Wow. <laughs> Are you a tennis fan? Um, I know enough, but I wouldn't consider myself a fan. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, me neither, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, I was going to randomly ask you what your hobbies were, and then I realized that's a weird question to ask on a <laughs> radio interview. Hinge or something, and we're looking for, like, French <laughs> What are your hobbies, Taylor? (laughs) I actually really like kayaking and bicycling, and I'm into indoor rock climbing. What about you? Oh, you would love Washington. Um, We have just everything like that. We have hiking, rock climbing, paddle boarding. I went paddle boarding for the the first time last summer, and it was amazing. And uh, it was in this little, like, nook where the water was still enough so you could very easily paddleboard and I got me and my friend invited onto somebody's yacht for drinks wow. like in the middle of the water <laughs> it's <was> pretty awesome <laughs> yeah have you been you said paddle, have you been paddleboarding I did it one time I was over in Maryland in the Atlantic Ocean and it was really fun but oh my god what a core workout that is see this one was so easy the water was so placid I've been getting really into that show Naked and Afraid lately. I don't know why I'm thinking about that while we're talking about paddleboarding. Have you seen it? I have seen it, actually. Oh, my gosh. Those people are just amazing. Like, I don't know why that has nothing to do with paddleboarding, but I guess. Anyway. You've written songs for tons of other artists like Kelly Rowland and even Hilary Duff. What made you switch to writing songs for yourself? You know, um, it's, I was sort of kind of forced into it by necessity because um, I was doing the Paris thing. Then I got a record deal and then I got out of that. Uh, it was very small. And um, and then I was playing on the street and then I was playing in a hotel lounge and I got offered this other record deal. And I was young and sort of naive. And it turned out to not be a great deal. It was for like 10K. Mm-hmm. They own everything and they pretty much own me. And um, so I was stuck in that and I couldn't release my own music for years. And luckily this um, guy, Billy Mann, took me under his wing and he said, well, let me offer you a publishing deal because legally you can still write songs for other people. Mm-hmm. So I ended up loving that and I would do sessions all the time and um, I got to do a session with Hillary. That was so cool. I, I learned from him that she is from Texas, too, and loves tequila. So I snuck us both a margarita <laughs> in these little uh, Miss Kitty, Hello Kitty cups. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really cool. And got to write a song for Michael Buble. That I'm wow. still waiting for him to put out. But it was so cool getting to like <laughs> FaceTime him because I had had like, such a crush on him in high school. And then I uh, FaceTime him, and he's just like a regular dude watching football. And I'm like, what? I thought you would be in your tuxedo, you know? (laughs) But loves his wife and kids, and yeah, it's really cool. And then finally I got out of that, and I was able to put out some of my own music, and I felt like I had a lot to say again after some stuff. I just went through some real life, you know? Mm -hmm. Got pregnant unexpectedly, and she's been the best thing ever, and that just led to a lot of feeling and songs and so that sort of propelled the artist thing one of the first songs that really made an impact in the alternative world called the wonder years got some pretty high praise from elton john how did that feel that was so cool because 
that um that song is just really special to me and it i wrote it like in my closet when i was super broke i had my own little studio in my closet and <laughs> the first song that kind of it caught my now manager's ear ian m hoff he's like okay there's something here because mm-hmm. i'd wanted him to be my manager for a while uh, but he was playing hard to get and then i showed him <laughs> that song and he's like okay okay and he liked that and uh so it went through a couple different productions but i'm proud of it too because i wrote it 100 percent myself so that always feels good it's funny i'll try to do these co-writes and write like a smash and then those songs don't resonate as much as the ones i kind of just write for more of like a broken place mm-hmm. all by myself with a guitar it's funny how music is and how you know how it you, it's like you can't lie with music people can feel it if it's real you know yeah your big song right now is called i hate love was it intentional to release that right before valentine's day <laughs> it was actually so my one of my favorite artists and producers is abso facto i'm sure you know his song dissolve oh yeah and yeah so i was like long shot but i mentioned him in an article and he was gracious enough to thank me and so we became insta buddies and i i would send him some ideas and he'd say oh this is cool this is cool but and i said you want to work on it and he's like oh i'm slammed right now (laughs) then i sent this one and he's like okay finish this one so i finished it worked on it with this producer nathan barlow sent it to him he's like damn like this is a smash so i was like do you want to work on it with me and there was a pause you know i'm (laughs) waiting and then i just get a yes and I'm like, yes, like dream collaboration, Facto. <laughs> and he just put his heart and soul into it and brought it to the next level. And it's been amazing. He also taught me how to use TikTok. He's like, <laughs> you got to get on TikTok with this song. This song's made for TikTok. And he was right. There's like a couple thousand videos of girls rolling their eyes, singing the hook to this song. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. <laughs> You're a great listener, by the way. I am talking and talking. <laughs> you know? Wow. Well, thank you. You're good at getting people to talk. Yeah. No, it's good. I just want to give you time to answer and fully think through. I know it's hard when you're, like, ask questions on the spot, expected to have this, like, eloquent answer suddenly. So, totally get it. <laughs> no, you ask great questions. I noticed that I listened to some of your other episodes. I was like, oh, this girl asks good questions. Thank you. you that know? means a lot to yeah. me. Yeah. Saying uh, to the more beautiful question, the more beautiful answer, or something like that. That's <laughs> I don't know what it's from, but anyway. <laughs> what is the meaning behind the song "I Hate Love"? Um. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, in this very passionate relationship, and oh, the highs were so high, and then the the breakups were so hard and just devastating and uh it's just it got to the point where i'm like oh my god i cannot stand this because when it's like not going well and you know it's not going well and it's Mm -hmm. getting to be a little toxic you're like okay i need to end this but you still want them yeah it's really hard yeah so that's where the song i just was super pissed off one day and i sat down at the piano and it just came out pretty autobiographical (laughs) you just released a new song called deep blue what is that track about you know i think it's about being on my period no (laughs) 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 
<laughs> I'm kidding, but no, I do have really bad PMS and it makes me very depressed. And during those times, there'll be like a day where sometimes I'm just like, I have no energy. I hate everything. And I'm just like, I got to lay down. And I'm just like, that's when the best songs come. And it's like, I barely feel like lifting my finger to press record on a voice memo. But then it's like, it's like the truth comes out. Um, yeah, so that was just kind of my own little struggles with myself, the highs and the lows of, I guess, being a human, you know, so mm-hmm. in those lower points, just trying to remember that it gets better. But that was just kind of talking from that place of struggle. And I produced it myself, which was cool. Wow. So like, yeah. So that was my first track. I kind of totally self-produced. And then Ben's Been Dead just killed it and took it to the next level. Um, so that was fun to do my first, like, kind of duet collab with somebody. Can we expect any more new music this year? Oh, yeah. I'm always writing, so I'm <laughs> sure there'll be something soon. I'm sure I'll get the itch. <laughs> so... Last year, when concerts kind of got canceled all of a sudden, you performed at a drive-in concert in New Jersey. What was that like? That was one of the most fun experiences I think I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, my agent got me this. His name is AJ. Uh, he got me this amazing spot opening for uh, uh, Andrew McMahon. And I'd never gotten to play a show that big. And, you know, the, the scariest part was having to pass the COVID test. I flew to New Jersey all the way from Washington, and you have to pass the test. And I remember I'm getting the test. Everybody else has gotten theirs and passed. I'm the last one. I'm sitting there waiting. You know, you have to wait 15 minutes. It gets, you know, down to 12, mm-hmm. 11, <laughs> 9, 8. Then it gets to one, and the machine breaks. <gasps> And I have to get the test again. And I remember just, like, looking at um, AJ being like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just broke the machine with my mind. (laughs) And then (laughs) um, I took it again, and I passed. So I got to play this incredible show just in, like, the summer heat. Everybody on top of their cars. Everybody singing along. Just, like, it was so fun. Do you have any plans to tour this year? I mean, if anything, if any tours happen, that would be a dream come true. We shall see. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. But I don't know if it's if it's going to get going this year or not. We'll we're all just playing it by year, I guess. My last question for you: If someone were to come to your city, what is the one thing they need to do? Ooh, I'd probably be. I'd probably just take them to my favorite spot on the water where you can see the mountains, the ocean, all these fields. And then there's like my favorite ice cream shop right there, like the best hot fudge ever. (laughs) So I'd just take them to ice cream social at the Rustin Point waterfront and we'd go sit on the rocks and look at the ocean. (laughs) That sounds like like the most amazing thing I've heard. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay. That's that's what I always put on my dating profile. Let's go get ice cream down by the water. What are people doing for Kissy? Oh, for me, there, we have this thing. It's called the Walkway Over the Hudson. And it's this, like, big Ooh. bridge that goes over the Hudson River. And there's no cars or anything, so you can just walk over it. You definitely got to do that. Unless you're Ooh. terrified of heights, don't do that. 
that sounds awesome. That's really cool. And then got to hit up one of the local breweries we got in the area. We got a bunch of really well, good ones. if I'm ever there, I'm going to hit you up. You're the only person I know in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> we'll take each <laughs> other on nice tours of our cities now. when we visit them. Okay. That sounds awesome. <laughs> All right, Melody. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me and the Studio Cuts podcast. Thank you so much, Taylor. You're awesome. Have a great day, everybody. Make sure to check out I Hate Love by Melody Federer and watch out if she releases new music this year. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast.